0: L- ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, anybody and everybody around the world, welcome back to the Phenomenal Fan Podcast, episode number 40. Four zero. Jared is back. I am back. We've got a lot of juicy items to talk about. Tom and Aaron Rodgers uh, should have retired decades ago. Kyrie Irving has CTE. Uh, Fantasy football is literally random, has no skill involved whatsoever. And at the end of the episode, we're going to be drafting our favorite, top, best sports cities in the United States. So all that is in front of us in this beautiful 40th episode we have in front of you guys. Let's get into it. uh, And uh, let's let this intro play out, but excited to talk. The Phenomenal Fan Podcast, a podcast by the fan for the fan.
1: All right, jared here we are episode right. 40 episode 40 it's, it's been a minute but it's uh what a great time to come back on halloween great time to come
0: back on halloween
1: i i, have, I was I so the spooky vibes in the air
0: yeah i was so locked in on the padres p- postseason run that nothing else in this world mattered to me at all nothing like there's nothing in this world that i was like i needed to I need to do a podcast. I need to do this. Like, it was all about bringing home a World Series title to San Diego. That didn't happen. uh, And we'll touch on that uh, quickly just based on the fact that uh, it is, you know, we talked about spooky season and all that stuff. It is World Series season, technically, right now. Uh, Game three is supposed to go down tonight. And I say supposed to because uh, apparently there's some rain. I I don't know. I don't know, but Padres Potters didn't make it. The Phillies and the Astros are playing each other right now. Uh, I picked Astros in five just on Twitter before the series started. Technically, that's still in play, but the Phillies came out with a little bit of fire in that first game. Came back down five-nothing, so I mean I think it'll go six. Maybe it goes seven. I think the Phillies are great at home. I think the Philly fans are psychotic, which is great for them. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? They're not psychotic. <laughs> In a
1: they're good way. Fanatic. Yeah,
0: yeah, there you go. They're,
1: they're,
0: they're a bunch they're of Philly fanatics. fanatics. Yeah. So, and, yeah, that's where we are with uh, with baseball. Because the Padres almost made it, Jerry. The Padres were close.
1: Yeah, no, they were, the, they were the champions of the trade deadline. It was an awesome job. <laughs> At least they knocked the Dodgers out. No, that's what – yeah, I, I went around
0: afterwards uh, shaking hands with everybody. Kind of like, you know, you're welcome. You're welcome for taking the Dodgers out. You know, my pleasure. No worries. Because that's, I think uh, everybody picked Astros Dodgers, but it's just never the two best teams. It's just never the two best teams ever. Uh, and the Dodgers just, I mean, of course they lose to the Padres. And then all of a sudden now everybody wants to change the playoff format in the in major league baseball because it's too long of a break for the number one, and two seeds. Didn't hurt the Astros at all the Astros went undefeated into the world series. So whatever. I don't, I mean, I don't care. It like we beat the Dodgers and maybe they expand it to seven games of the first round again, you know, like kind of the NBA NHL style. If they want to great. I still think the Padres win that series based on the fact that it was three games to one after two, you know, that's, I mean, that's my personal opinion. Dodgers came out flat. Didn't want to play. I
1: I, I know they had like a great season, but it's like, I didn't really think that team was all like watching that team this year. I wasn't. I wasn't sold. I like. I like. Uh, obviously, they had their tons of issues at the back end of the bullpen when Craig Kimbrel just can't couldn't pitch. Is he? he he's kind of like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady in the terms of like, hey man, like I get it. Like you've had such a great career, but he's still throwing ninety eight with a nasty hook. So it's like really hard to be like, oh, this guy needs to retire. But it's like <laughs> he's like thirty. He's just not. He's just not. Prefer- yeah, it just doesn't feel like he's performing like, no, that, like anything like he was. But and I, and I always loved Craig Kimbrel for the Braves, but I just felt like once you got past, once you got past that, those top three guys. That's what I was gonna say. You have you have the cheater Cody Bellinger. Yep, che- no, was a clear cheater. Him,
0: Max Muncy probably him and
1: too. Yeah, him, Christian, him and Christian Yelich just MVP race absolute fall off. Couldn't hit, can't hit the ball anymore. But they,
0: uh yeah, yeah. they almost won MVP. They hit three
1: thirty with thirty, three thirty with forty seven jacks. He did win MVP. Bellinger did. I know, and then Bellinger did the year 40, after, yeah. 40, 47 jacks, and then uh just didn't hit over. Hasn't hit over like seventeen since then. Yeah. And he hit hit he bats bets two eleven. Yep. But anyway, moving on from that, I just I just, like didn't like that team. Max Muncy, kind of did, like coming down, like the stretch too. Like he started picking it up a little bit, but still. There was no average there. Then you got like Joey Gallo, and then like Gavin Lux was pretty good actually. But then like Trace Thompson, you know, like it just wasn't. Yeah, no, I'm I didn't you. look at it. Like yeah. I didn't look at that team and like w- like I wasn't like blown away by them.
0: No, the top three. As, the top as, three going through that series as a Padres fan, and we don't have to spend too much time on it because the Padres are done and the Dodgers are done. But that top three watching that series scared the fucking shit out of me every time they came around. Like every time Mookie Betts came up, I was like, all right, well, he's going to hammer this ball. And then Trey Turner came up and I was like, all right, he's going to fucking hammer this ball. Trey Turner did. And then Freddie Freeman (laughs) quietly, I think hit like 380 in that series with like three home runs or two home runs. Uh, Mookie Betts actually like, wasn't that great. But then, like you said, after that, like Will Smith didn't do shit. Cody Bellinger didn't do shit. Gavin Lux didn't do shit. And uh, their pitching was okay. And like, that's, I think, I think they just, this year they had a division with the Giants who were bad again, the Diamondbacks who were bad and the Rockies were horrible and they just piled up a bunch of wins. They play each one of those teams 19 times. I mean, you're going to have a lot of success and then they were good. I mean, they had good players, but I don't know. Fuck the Dodgers, man. Who cares? Dodgers can eat my ass. Padres came up short. I really was hoping them for them to give a, you know, give it a good run and try to get to the world series. I thought no matter what, and I told this to everybody. Phillies or Padres, no matter what, Astros were going to kick their ass. And I'm honestly surprised it's not two games to nothing. Probably should be two games to nothing. The Astros were sh- dominating that first game, and then the Phillies fought back and, and you know, snagged a win in that first game of the, of the World Series. But game three is supposed to be tonight, and uh, it's raining in, in Philadelphia. Just shithole, East Coast, fucking October, November cities, just classic. They always want to host a fucking World Series and have these teams in the But it's like it's always thirty three degrees and just like sleet coming down in November. It's bullshit. I'm like, no, let's do San Diego and Houston with a dome. That like that would have been a lot more fun. We wouldn't have to worry about this fucking bullshit. But either way, that's where we are with baseball. And and yeah, there's not much to it. It's one to one, um, three straight in Philly. Phillies don't have to go back to Houston if they don't want to. If they don't want to, go
1: go go Phillies. I still, it's still that fucking. Still that cheating ass Dodgers team, or, uh, Astros. Astros team. See the only th- okay, I, I get it, but I like th- I, I do I like them more now. I like them more now. Dude, Dusty
0: Baker, that. Hey, talk about a guy who deserves a fucking championship though. Dusty Baker is like one of the best baseball dudes ever, and he needs a World Series. He's been to Game Seven with the Giants. He went to the World Series last year and lost. He's over 2 Like the guy fucking deserves it. He's a great manager. He was on the he was the Cubs manager when Steve Bartman reached over and fucked their team for another decade and a half. So yeah, Dusty Baker, he deserves it. I- I'm impartial to the world series. It is what it is. Uh, moving on to more important things, Jared, and, the, and uh, the topics that dominate throughout the week, and especially over the weekend, the National Football League Association of America, uh, the NFL.
1: Of the United States.
0: Of the United States of, the, of North America. The NFL. Um if I'm you know gonna, what,
1: I I can't get a fucking read on the NFL. I, dude, I was, like, say, I was about to dude, say,
0: I was about to say we're rolling into week eight. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're halfway through the NFL season, and I can't tell if the NFL this year like kind of sucks or if it's like entertaining, because there's not a lot of points being scored, historically speaking, in the NFL, but a lot of the games have been really entertaining and close and then there's also a lot of shitty teams beating a lot of really good teams so i don't know if that's good or or if it annoys the shit out of me when like the the you know i bet on the chargers and the jacksonville jaguars beat them you know like i'm like is that like is that...
1: Like what was like 38 to 7 yeah
0: i was like i'm like is that like cool is that like entertaining or am i just pissed because i'm losing money like i can't tell yeah i can't i can't get get peg there's like all this year
1: there's like some there's like some reads that like are have been somewhat easy like it's kind of easy to bet against the rams this year if you want yeah especially this like like that that 40 that 49ers game felt like just terrific like i was like oh this should be absolute lock christian McCaffrey just nutted all over (laughs) him he really did (laughs) he did and then Yeah, no, he did. He did did a passing, receiving, three different types of touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, that's that's absolute, that's absolute nutting. Uh, (laughs) And then and then I had you have the Giants playing good good football basically all year. I get I get that they really don't have any like weapons outside of Saquon Barkley and, but like the Seahawks, I don't like. Why are they? Why are they fucking? Overperforming.
0: Here, here's my thing. I don't think Who, anybody who's on that
1: team. I guess Kenneth Kenneth Walker is a fucking. I mean, DK and Lockett are good, but they
0: they weren't expected to be good without without a good quarterback. But apparently, Geno Smith G- is a fucking Gino? MVP contender this year. What the fuck is that about, dude?
1: What the? F- I don't. It, was he just a guy that really never got like enough of a chance? He must not have gotten like, like the looks, you know? Because he 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 was so fucking. I I remember him in college. He was in West Virginia, right? Uh, I remember that sounds right, was, yeah. Yeah, I think he no, was, that sounds right. I think yeah. he's West, he West Virginia, yeah. And I remember him being so sick, like, I remember like loving, like, like, thinking that he was like one of the sickest players in college football. And then, like, the guys kind of just disappeared. And like, he, I think he went to the Jets originally. And then it's like he gets this chance and he's just fucking able to maybe he's just a little bit more confident because he doesn't. It's he's got Drew Locke looking over his shoulder. You know what he's, I mean?
0: Like he's got this he's year. Not, he's not comp he's got a 107.2 passer rating, thirteen touchdowns, and three picks in eight games. He's got nineteen hundred passing yards and seventy two percent completion. I mean, that's like That's unbelievable. Like, like MVP numbers. On, yeah, it's
1: like that's that's like the only
0: thing he might be maybe trailing a little bit in is like yards, maybe, and maybe like touchdowns too, I guess.
1: Um I mean we could check and see where you're I'm looking paying.
0: at I'm looking at yeah he's 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 not that far behind in passing yards. He's seventh he's eighth in he's eight in passing yards. He's yeah the only he's he's eighth in passing yards, he's fifth in touchdowns, um he's second he's third in quarterback rating. Or I guess passer rating. Sorry, not QBR, but passer rating. Um yeah, dude, I mean, right now he's a top five quarterback. This season, he's a top five quarterback in the league. Bottom line, where no matter how you peg him or whatever you want to say, this season he's top five. You know, arguably top three, depending on what stats you value. And that is ridiculous. That's what we're talking about. This league, it, you can't peg it. You can't peg what's going on.
1: One thing yeah, that it's it's super weird. There's go ahead. Go ahead. I was, was saying it's it's just super weird. It's like there's no there's no fucking consistency. The, you like. Like things don't match up. Like, one, like, somebody will blow, somebody will get blown out. And and then you, you, you really, you're really low on them. And then they'll come in and they'll beat a team that, like, they yeah. got, you, you know what I mean? It's like they'll come in and they'll beat a team that got beat by the team that blew them out and they'll beat them by, 14. It'll, it's like a, it'll you know, be what? like
0: a triangle. It's like a triangle of, like, It'll like, just to use teams as an example, like, uh, Seattle, the Chargers and, and like the, the Cowboys or something like the charger, like the Seahawks will beat the Chargers. The Chargers will beat the Cowboys and then the Cowboys will beat the Seahawks and all three of them will be, be like be blowouts. You're like, how, how did the Seahawks blow out the Chargers? How did the Chargers blow out the Cowboys? And then the Cowboys play the Seahawks and they get blown out. They blow out the Seahawks. Like. Doesn't make sense. One thing too, looking at the NFC, the here's your four here's your four first place teams in the NFC. NFC East is the Eagles. That doesn't shock a ton of people, but I think a lot of people would say that they picked the Cowboys to win that division. Okay. The NFC North has the Cowboys are
1: looking better. They're
0: looking better. Yeah, they're six and two. NFC North has the Vikings in first place. And by the way, by the way, the Vikings have. Vikings have a three and a half game lead on the next team already. They are in six and one and the Packers are three and five. The team in first place in the NFC South is the Atlanta Falcons. And the team in first place in the NFC West is the Seattle Seahawks. In week eight, if you told me the Seahawks, if the season ended today, Seahawks, Falcons, Vikings, and New York Giants would all be in the postseason. The v- Giants, Falcons, and Seahawks, those three teams. So I think all were projected to win anywhere from four to five games this year. And they're all just in first place. I mean, it's just, there's nothing you can do right now that could, like, just, there's no pattern. There's no consistency. There's no, like, oh, yeah, this game, ten and a half a half point, I guess maybe, like, last night between the, the Bills and the the Packers. It, maybe that's more so just the bills. Everybody knows the bills are great. The bills are a great football team. Up yeah. And there's, down. Like,
1: there's like, four, there's like, there's like four, like four or five, like teams that you can kind of look at maybe six. I'll throw the bangles in there. You can look at and you can be like, Oh, they're, they're, they're like legitimately like a good football. Yeah. Team. Like they'll
0: be but in the playoffs.
1: They got a, Yeah. They got a stud quarterback. Like there's going to be some sort of consistent performance. They have weapons. And it's like, you have the Eagles. The Bills, the Chiefs, uh, the Cowboys with Dak back, I like them again. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the Bengals, the would you and put 49ers. The,
0: Would you put the Ravens in that group the, too? Playoff bound.
1: Y- yeah, yeah. I guess the Ravens. Have, yeah, the Ravens have been pretty good with Lamar. I just always, I always get real worried about Lamar just having like, just having that. 170 dog shit game the 179 yeah. yard one touchdown one interception okay
0: with two fumbles but
1: or a fumble and a pick yeah yeah once if they can shut his running down yeah i think i but, think yeah, right that's now what is it, a ton of consistency
0: if i had to pick if i had to pick my top two from each conference and i really hope this is how it ends up playing out i hope the nfc championship it's the eagles and the 49ers And I hope in the AFC, it's Bill's Chiefs. And I think once you get that, like if you get those four final four teams, you can't really go wrong with a Super Bowl matchup. Because even with the 49ers, it's like before McCaffrey, they are always that team. They were that team last year that just like snuck their way into the NFC Championship with solid defense and good running game and timely passing from Jimmy Garoppolo. This year, they have Christian McCaffrey. And I like still to this day, I just still don't understand why Jimmy G gets like. I don't feel like he gets a ton of hate anymore because he's won so much. But the hate he got at the beginning of the year, man, was so unwarranted, in my opinion, because Trey Lance is so much better. Jimmy G, whatever. I'm like, dude, guy just wins. So, yeah, it's a crapshoot a bit in the NFL. And that, Jared, that will lead me to our next talking point about in relation to football and specifically fantasy football, because this last week, Jared killed me in fantasy football. <laughs> we had a matchup and he beat me 100 to 78.
1: Okay. No, I think I still have, I still got guys going
0: and you still got guys. I think you got not uh Joe Mixon tonight. I think you got, uh Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb. I saw, I oh, and the... Hayden Hurst. Yeah. So so you won <laughs> yes. and I have nobody left. I have nobody left. I scored 78 points, Jared. Let me run you through uh how everybody did for me. Um Josh Allen, Devontae Adams. Yeah. It. Josh Allen, uh number 1 fantasy quarterback got 17 points. I mean, it's not great, but it's whatever. Let me just read through. I'll go through projected score based on ESPN's bullshit fucking metrics, and I'll tell you what they actually scored. Josh Allen was projected for 23. He scored 17. Najee Harris, who has just been a fucking bust all year. I was all in on this fucking guy. I sold out on Najee Harris, and he just has done nothing in fantasy. I think he's got two touchdowns, and they've both been receiving. Like, fuck, dude. That's so bad. Still not as bad as Jonathan Taylor, and that's another part of this point I wanted to make. Najee Harris, 10, scored 8. Raheem Mostert, projected 13, scored 7. Mike Evans, 12, scored 15. Dallas Goddard, 8, scored 9. Singletary, 13 and 8. Bills, 6 and 4. Uh, my kicker, 8 and 7. Devontae Adams, projected for 15, had one catch for three yards. One reception for three yards in the entire football game. This year, Jared, he has uh, in his games, he's got 25, 8, 11, 15, 25, 17. Last week, 0. .7 Anybody? who sits there and tells you that they're a good fantasy football player. Like, Oh, I'm good. I'm a good fantasy football player. It's bullshit. Fantasy football is completely and 100% random and arbitrary. The only place you could consider yourself skillful is if maybe you found out that a guy was hurt or there's another opportunity for like a backup running back to be the starter. But even then
1: you are aware. Yeah
0: but even then you just, that's not a guarantee that the guy's going to get touches. Speculation. Yeah. It's like, it's it's nothing speculation. Last week I picked up Isaiah Pacheco in three different leagues because the morning of the game, the reports came out from fucking Rappaport and uh, Adam Schefter Uh, running back. Isaiah Pacheco took every snap with the first team in practice this week. It looks like he's lined up to start. I'm like, dude, explosive athlete Isaiah Pacheco starting running back on a Kansas City Chiefs offense that just puts up points dude that is a recipe for a 20 spot in my fantasy lineup this week i start him 6 carries for 22 yards like and like two catches two catches for 8 yards like it's fucking random it's literally fucking random i had another guy uh in one of my other leagues with uh my girlfriend's family, Jared. <laughs> he put up 175 points. And he has uh and he has two players left to play: the Cleveland tight end and Cade York, the kicker. He put up 175. How about he had Josh Allen for 15, Alvin Kamara, another one, another one, had zero touchdowns coming into this week. He scores three. <laughs> it's fucking random the The shit
1: is random dude it's It's, there's no pattern to it and it's and it's you know it's even more frustrating well here's i got two points i want to make nobody else gives a fuck about your fantasy team other than you (laughs) true (laughs) and people and the only reason that anyone will ever listen to you talk about your fantasy team is so they can fucking tell you about their fantasy yeah They just wait for <laughs> you to, all... they wait for
0: you to finish so that they can Yeah, they're not even this. listening. Yeah. They just
1: want you you're just fucking just word vomiting and then they're turning around and you they're word vomiting then you turn around and you get your chance you, and you, then you guys vomit. both feel yeah. like you feel heard but nobody else nobody else in the fucking world
0: And nobody's cares actually listening it. to each other. It's mostly just you venting. That's all it is.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a it's venting. Like I like and I will say in it going along with your randomness, which nobody nobody gives a fuck, but nothing is more frustrating than than the guy that's just fucking he could he should just go play craps because he's he's never gonna roll a seven because that's how lucky he's been. He's oh. it's the guy that's got he he's he's tenth in the league for points four, but he's also he's six and one after seven twelfth in the league for point. Points, yeah. Points, points against, yeah. And 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 you see, like, you'll you'll go out there and fucking have a gritty one hundred eight to fucking one twelve loss, and then you'll look, you'll look and go and check out yeah. the league scoreboard, and this guy he, he won with fucking sixty four point seven points. <laughs> and You're like, yeah. what? Why do? Why am yeah. I catching a fucking L right now? Yeah. No, it's true. And that's I mean, fantasy football is fucking frustrating, and nobody knows shit. That's that's yeah, what like this
0: week this guy <laughs> this this guy I was talking about. He had Camara who scored 42. He had Tyreek Hill who scored 31. He had uh, AJ Brown who scored 36. And he had Tony Pollard in his flex who scored <laughs> 34 points. Tony Pollard scored 34 points. Oh, and yeah, on his well, bench, the... he had Travis no, Etienne who had 25. He had 25 points on his bench with Travis Etienne. Like, I'm sorry, dude. If you are sitting here and telling me that Travis Etienne... I mean, I get it. James Robinson got traded. You know Etienne's going to be the starter. But if you're going to sit there and tell me that he's going to have 25 fantasy points against a Denver Broncos defense, you're lying. People people that say they're good at fantasy, they're just not good. You can sit there and... I, Dude, I follow... Trust me. I follow the fucking guys on Twitter. I follow the guys on Twitter. I see him on my feed all the time on TikTok. Because it's all part of the algorithm. And these guys are like, this guy is a fuck. Everybody pick up this guy right now. He's he's had four targets two weeks ago, six targets last week. He's only trending up. Like, these guys don't know anything. And we've talked about the NFL being rigged in the past. Like, you talk about it's the same thing with betting. You're like, this guy bet on him to get a first touchdown, or this guy to get a first touchdown. They don't give a fuck about our bets. They don't give a fuck about your fantasy team. They just want to score touchdowns. And if that means they have to run a play action and throw a fucking uh, play action from first and goal and dump it to Xander Horvath in the back of the end zone, they're going to do it. If he's open, they don't give a fuck that Austin Eckler's in the backfield and you have Keenan Allen on your fantasy team and you have Mike Williams in your flex and you have Justin Herbert anytime touchdown. They don't fucking care. Xander Horvath, that's who they're going to go with. So for anybody that says I'm good at fantasy football, how about this one? A mutual friend of ours, Jared and ours, in our, our, our college baseball buddies' fantasy league. This kid finishes routinely in the bottom three every single year, if not dead last. Once again, this year, uh, if we look at the standings for this year, this kid is, and we won't name names, but he, I mean, I'm sure he knows who he is. This kid's one in six in our fantasy league this year. And that's where he sits most years. He finishes near the bottom. And no disrespect, love the guy. He's one of my favorite guys ever. But he's just, his team doesn't perform very well. Last year, Jared, he won the whole fucking thing. He won the whole fucking thing. He goes from like last place team, last place team, last place team, wins. And now he's back in last place. So if that's not a testament to just the fact that fantasy is fucking random and there's no pattern to it, I don't know what is. I don't know what is because it's fucking random.
1: That's all I can say on that. Well, that, yeah, well that, and I think there's the other thing about fantasy that makes it really tough. A lot of it is random. Like the matchups are fucking, who knows who you're going to play that week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and also there's not a lot of mobility inside of fantasy. You can't, once you have your team, it's really tough to like fucking reshape your team. Like, once you draft, yeah, you've drafted, yeah, you can go yeah. and you can could, you could offer some crazy trades. Or, you, obviously, like, you can fucking try to ball in the waiver wires. And you, which you also have to get lucky, once again. Yeah, because, again, wires. Like, another, like, another good one this week. you your team, you're, kind of, you're stuck.
0: Yeah, this week is, like, Deontay Foreman, right? Deontay Foreman, or Dante, or whatever, however you say it. Um, he scored 31 last week. And you're like, damn, like, that's a big fucking week. He had 26 carries for 118 and three touchdowns. But this is his fantasy score so far this year, Jared. 0.5, 0.9, 0.2, 0.2, 1.9, and then he gets 15 last week and 31 this week. Again, I know McCaffrey got traded. I get it. But there's just no guarantee that that guy is gonna come through and just rack up the fucking points there's no guarantee so i don't know maybe it's more so me just vent venting than anything else like we talked about but uh i think well i would be pretty pissed too
1: if i got my fucking tits kicked into my chest (laughs) this week yeah yeah whatever i'm by a a superior by a superior fantasy player yeah
0: (laughs) by a guy who's better at fantasy football
1: I'm just, that, I'm just clearly smarter and more skilled. That's
0: what that's what the I think the thing that pisses me off is that it like implies that it's like, oh, this guy knows more than I do about fantasy. Like, what is he, everybody's got access to the same information. That's my point. Like, there's nobody like <laughs> it's just it's just fucking random. It's not like you're like, oh, you know, hey, I heard this guy's fucking playbook, you know, they're working him into the playbook. Like, nobody knows. It's it's fucking random. That's all I'm saying. So, listen, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm not going to sit here and complain. I'm going to get pissed when Devonta Adams scores 0. .7, though. I'm just, it's going to happen. I don't know what else to tell you. He's this number six fantasy wide receiver, and he scores 0. .7. I'm going to get pissed when I have Tua on my bench, and he scores more than Josh Allen. I'm going to get pissed. I don't know what to tell you. So, uh, that's football. That's fantasy football. Before we draft our sports cities, Jared, the last thing I want to touch on and and we don't have to get too political, we don't have to get to anything. I just want to I just want to get your take on what is going on chemically inside the brains of a, a, not the brains plural, the single brain of Kyrie Irving. Because I have it written down here under our topics as Kyrie Irving is the Antonio Brown of the of the NBA. Except Kyrie Irving doesn't have CTE. <laughs> Antonio Brown undoubtedly <laughs> has CTE. So if if there's any excuse for a guy like shoving his bare ass in girls' faces in the pool and like making memes where he's like kissing Giselle and like these random things, like the guy's just his, the chemicals in his brain aren't balanced. So... I'm not giving him excuses. He's got to get, get some help, and I don't know what, what he's got to do to treat that. I know it's not necessarily like this treatable thing, but Kyrie doesn't uh, doesn't have that. Kyrie doesn't have that excuse. So what's going on, Jared? What, what, what's your explanation for Kyrie going off the rails for, I don't know, Jared. the 30th time in his life?
1: I think it's like a fucking... I think it's probably some sort of weird, like mental condition that develops with like a life like he's had where you've he's just been a star in in the limelight and like i think these guys like and it's probably just the the mashing of whatever his like deep down underneath personality is also with like like a zero repercussion life that he's probably lived sure you know what i mean And, and 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 like he just feels like he could say whatever the fuck he wants, and I mean, he fucking last season told that fan is "suck my dick, bitch." Like said that to a fan. <laughs> just can't say. That. It's like just can't. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's just like I don't feel like he's had to have any repercussions. He didn't have to get the vaccine, or he didn't have to. You know, he had, he's had all sorts of issues throughout his career, and he's people are still fucking paying the guy forty million dollars a year. Like, so I, I don't know. I think it's just a fucking whatever his ego is combined with like i said like he's never he's never he's a dog that's never got smacked on the yeah. on the nose i guess no like, you yeah know what i mean like he's never got in trouble he's never gotten in trouble and been able to do that shit and make a fuckload of money so like i just feel like it's just like it's just a weird combo of that i mean he's always been kind of of weird he's been like a flat earther guy as well and shit but I just like he's got like, I you know, like what I mean? when he's, he was he's on just the he has a weird personality.
0: Yeah. I feel like when he was on the cabs, though, like with LeBron back in like 2015, 16, like he was very just like non non confrontational, like very just chill, quiet kind of guy quietly like dominated. Like <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, really? I mean, like very quiet, reserved. And then, yeah, would go out and just like dominate on the court. And then he, like, yeah, occasionally a couple different times he was, like, vocal about, oh, like, flat earth and all that stuff. And most people were like, ah, he's just joking around. But now he's, like, I mean, he's just, yeah, I think, I think the one common factor you find in guys like Kyrie Irving, guys like Fernando Tatis Jr., Antonio Brown, it seems to me, like, these guys have all sur- ended up surrounding themselves with a support system that enables this, be- this kind of behavior where they don't have girlfriends or wives to answer to. They don't have kids. They don't have, maybe they do. I don't know if, actually, does Kyrie have any kids? I don't think so, right? I don't know. Actually, now, yeah, now I'm curious. Does Kyrie have kids? Oh, he's got a daughter. Okay. Kyrie has kids. Uh, Does Antonio Brown have kids? Please say no i think he does too oh he's got a bunch of kids Dude, okay then what's going <laughs> okay all right that that's even more baffling to me is that these guys have like children to like they have children to answer to like dad why are you sh- why are you putting your ass in some girl's face in a pool like what does he say to that you know <laughs> like i don't know but maybe that does maybe the children thing doesn't matter i think your point in general though is like It's the lifestyle that those guys live where it's like uh, not only is it like unchecked, but you're also like rewarded on such a gigantic level. You feel like you're invincible, I think, is what those guys think. So when you get like that and you don't have anybody to bring you back down to earth to say like, hey, uh, Fernando, like maybe you should check up with the team doctor before you start rubbing a steroid cream on your fucking balls to try to get a little bit stronger and heal quicker. And, like, hey, Antonio Brown, the guy who's filming the video laughing, maybe he should put the phone down and be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, stop shaking your ass in some girl's face. And, like, Kyrie Irving's, like, sharing. I don't know what even the, the, the whole deal is with the most recent thing he got in trouble with. Just even more in general, like, it'll always serve you better, especially if you're in those, the situation or the lifestyle that those guys have. To Just keep keep it dialed low keep a low profile and just go out and just dominate on the field, on the court. I'm not saying shut up and dribble. I use your platform. I get it. But to sit there and like the first instinct for, for Kyrie is to just be the opposite, be confrontational. I'm like, dude, that's not going to. Yeah. You well. no,
1: it's yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of funny. Cause it's, it does seem like when people like when athletes, specifically athletes, get some like attention in the social media for what they're doing wrong they like fucking for whatever reason they like compound it by doing more like things that are stupid like like fucking antonio brown like it's like people like fuel his fire and then he posts the picture of yeah he posts all the fucking pictures of like giselle and shit like (laughs) burn absolutely burning a bridge with tom brady that's the fucking like that's the last guy you want to burn a bridge with after he just supported you and just brought you back yeah he just just want a just want cock cocksucker like that's all you can really say about him it's like just what a, but like <laughs> you watch it and it's like he does that and then he like keeps doing it you know like in like he like it definitely like fuels his fire Kyrie kind of feels the same way and then in a kind of fucking weird reverse scenario know who's kind of been doing that shit too russell fucking wilson yeah he russell does the wilson, opposite though yeah. like people people are like oh dude that shit's cringe and then he like will one up his like cringe level Yeah. Like, how did you do that? Like, how did you like the quit saying shit and doing shit? Like, you're so fucking corny, super cringe. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, like you think, stop. Like, oh, it's me, Robot Russ. He's acting all fucking weird, and it's fucked up (laughs) because me as a Broncos fan, like, I was so pumped when Russ was coming here, and I don't ever remember hearing about. I know Russ was kind of cringy and kind of like stiff, you know, when he was in Seattle, but I don't ever fucking remember him being in the limelight for being just an absolute tool. Like he is yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, no, it's, he's, he's bad. That's,
0: that's a scenario where, yeah, I think as an athlete, especially a big time athlete, a prime time, like superstar face of a franchise, like you just have to, you have to calibrate both sides. You have to, like, I think you just, in general, it'll help your level of play. If you stay level headed, if you're a guy that like throws temper tantrums and demands attention and makes these public scenes on on Twitter or like social media, that's not ideal. If you're on the other side and you're getting your fucking ass kicked every day, like Russell Wilson. I mean, I know they just beat the Jags, but like the four weeks living up to that, getting your ass kicked. Every time you go out, you look and play like shit and you come in and you're like, yeah, I just got to stay to the grind. You know, man, I really feel good about this team. I think we, uh, we got the pieces. It's like, no, actually as a fan, I actually want you to be upset. Like when you throw an, like if you go three and out for the fifth straight time in a game go to the sideline and start screaming at somebody like slam your helmet, you know? Cause that way I know you at least do yeah. care, but yeah. on the flip side, you don't want to be Kyrie, you know? And then you have guys like Kevin Durant too. Like Durant's gotten himself into like a little bit of social media trouble. And like, he had these burner accounts and it's like, you know, he was unchecked. He was like the super talented guy that was unchecked, superstar level player. And then I think I'm, if I had to guess somebody important in his life, mom, parents, close friends, whatever, like, hey, man, chill out. (laughs) Like, you don't need to be on Twitter and responding to everybody. You're, a you get paid $40 million
1: a year. Yeah, you're too, you're too big, you're too big of a, like, a name and too big of a deal to get yourself in trouble on fucking Twitter.
0: Yeah, so I think those guys, I think the solution for Kyrie and AB, I mean, I, I truly, like, I don't mean this to be disrespectful Mm -hmm. to AB and not like he's ever going to hear this anyways, but. I think he's got some chemical imbalances. Like I've seen videos and, and, and interviews with him early in his career in the NFL. And he's like super mature, well-spoken, like, uh, you know, like really good, like playful banter back and forth with the reporter and like joking. Yeah, like, I, saw, I
1: saw that. I, yeah, I think like, I saw that one where he's talking about talking about Ben Roethlisberger and like. Like staying on the ground. That's and I maybe you know it could be chemical imbalances or it could just be like straight up just overwhelming amounts of fucking ego. Well, what like, I mean by chemical where, is like
0: he, I don't mean like uh like a uh, like he's a uh, he's got depression. Like I think he literally has his brain has gotten so much damage to it. I mean Vontez Perfect came across the middle and knocked him out. Like that's not good for your brain. It's literally. I mean, you, you, you hear the same thing of like about guys like Junior Seau, like rest in peace, but these guys that like seemingly were really happy and like retired from football, and then they just take their own lives because they had a chemical imbalance in their brain. It's something they couldn't control. Uh, so I don't know the answer is for AB. I hope that's not the case, and I hope he can get help. But I think with Kyrie, dude, like somebody in, in general, the key to level-headedness and success, uh, sustained success, I think, as a big athlete is a good support system and accountability. And if you have those two things, you know, like you talk about, like if you guys ever watched the Derek Jeter documentary, like that guy had those two foundational parts of his life, accountability and a good support system. I mean, when he played like shit and he didn't do well, his parents would let him know and you know, or made a mistake. His parents let him up, but they never even gave him an opportunity to make big mistakes. They just instilled in him the right ways to go about certain things. And, um, you know, I think if Kyrie can find that great, I think, uh, Hopefully he can, because I he's obviously an ex- exceptional basketball player, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, he's like the thing is, too, like he's not the biggest in the world. Like LeBron is way bigger, in my opinion, like bigger endorsement deals, more global. And LeBron doesn't like have these giant off the court issues. So it's like, you know, like it, LeBron, does LeBron have access to like, you know, is he going to a psychologist? Is he like have therapist? You know, I don't know what it is, but hopefully Kyrie can clean it up a little bit and we can watch him play basketball and enjoy it without having to half the things I hear about him are off the field or off the court. And then the other half is like, Oh, by the way, he also put up 38, eight and nine tonight. You're like, Oh my God. Like, that's insane. They're like, yeah, but anyways, he's posting this bullshit on Twitter. You're like, dude, this guy's a monster. Just like let him live. Dude. Yeah. He's going to let himself
1: uh, live. It's, it's all a show. <laughs> i bet you the league doesn't even really care that much when people start yeah getting that's in trouble. probably they true too. Kind of, they, they have a press release so it kind of makes them larger than just the game so i bet you i bet you they really don't even care but yeah. no but I, I completely agree i mean he's a fucking idiot <laughs> all right <laughs> um all right so anytime, Kyrie... you, anytime you say anytime you tell your fans to suck my dick and yeah like you're in a position a where you like that that's ego and like you're yelling at suck my dick at a fan. Like that is knowing that you're going to keep on getting opportunities to play the game. Right, and right, right, right. It is never going to change. Yep. So
0: okay. anyway, so let on. Yeah. Let's, so what's, Kyrie what's, plays, uh, what's... Kyrie plays in Brooklyn, which falls under the New York umbrella, right? And New York's got two basketball teams, two hockey teams, two football teams, two baseball teams. And it's a lot to deal with in New York, and that's a big market, Jared. But with big markets comes electric sports uh, experiences and city comparisons. So what we're gonna do, we are. Hold on, my camera is all buzzed up here. Get it focused. Um, can't really tell. What we're gonna do is we are going to draft the top sports cities in the United States. I'm going to go first. Jared's going to go second. Typically, I like to, you know, in gir- drafts in general, the snake draft is the fairest way to do it. But unfortunately, in this situation, it's kind of hard to just do that with two people. So you just go back and forth. Uh, and next time we do a draft on the next episode, Jared will go first. That's just how we're going to do it. We're just going to switch off who gets to go first. Keep it as simple as possible. Once you get to like four or five different people picking, then you do the snake. I think that's the fairest. But anyways, besides the point, the point is we're going to draft the best sports cities in the country. We each get five picks. Are you prepared, Jared? Are you ready to go? Do you like your list? Oh yeah,
1: I'm 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 ready to roll, and everything I'm going to do is going to be better than yours. Okay,
0: fair enough. Just like
1: just like my just like my fantasy fantasy team. team. Yeah, makes sense.
0: Um, Okay, so best sports cities draft. In the United States, with the first pick in the draft, and hold on. By the way, before we draft, hold on. This this is. Well, I guess I was gonna put like uh, uh, criteria, like what you know, what is most valuable. But it doesn't matter. That it's based on like you might think one city is more valuable than another. For me, my first city I'm gonna take is Boston. That's my number one city. That's my number one pick, Boston. Patriots, Red Sox, Bruins, Celtics. I feel like at any given time, one of those four teams is going to be finding themselves in a championship scenario. So I like Boston, even though they only have four teams. I don't want to say only. That's a lot. I like Boston with my my first overall pick.
1: Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I like that. I respect that, and then I pr- probably would have taken them number one overall. They're like Victor M- Mambayan or whatever his name is. Going to go number one overall, guaranteed. Um, you know what, though? I'm going to go ahead and go, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take a little bit of a shocker here and I'm going to go Philadelphia. Okay. And that's going to be, that's going to skip right over some of the bigger market, bigger markets. And, uh, reasoning behind that is because it's, it's just the four main teams and it's not like. I have, a, I have a little bit of an issue with having the too widespread of uh, too many teams in yeah. a city. No, definitely. So I'm going to go... I'm, gonna, I'm, taking, I'm taking Philly, and then also my company is from there, so... Um, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this.
0: Hold on, let me fix my camera again. God damn. Um, let me ask you this. Would Philly have been your first pick if the Eagles weren't 7-0 and the Phillies weren't in the World Series?
1: Mm, it's hard to tell it's hard to tell if my subconscious is holding any type of bias on that. I mean, it's not a bad pick. But I like it. I like
0: it's, it. it. It's
1: it's a, it's a good time Well, and it's and it's just kind of like, I don't know. Philly's Philly's just kind of a it's just a it's a, just a great classic sports city, you know. What I mean? It's a east coast city. It's just like and the, all the people that I work with that yeah, that's my other point too. My company's from Philly. So I work with a lot of Philly's fans and I and I like kind of like the way that they I just kind of like the way that they, uh, they they're all really loyal. Like everybody, no, there for is, sure, dude, it's a great, Philly, it's a fucking great, it's, it's a great city. sports, it's a great sports city. So that's that's my take on that. I like and I, re, and I respect. The, it. Six years are good too.
0: Yeah, I respect the fan base that holds the teams accountable. I think there's a lot of fan bases like you know like oh like uh, one city will have five fucking eight sports teams and you're like nice, but it's a little more lax. Like whereas in Philly, like dude, if Phil if the Eagles lose like three games in a row over the next three games. They're going to be like, do we have the right guy at quarterback? Like literally they will be seven and three and they will be like, do we need to change something? You know, like that's kind of how they are. And I love that. Cause it's like, dude, you got to hold these fucking guys accountable, you know? Uh, but good pick. I like, I like that pick. Uh, number, th- My second overall pick, Jared, this is not going to surprise a lot of people. I'm going to go New York. I know it's, I know it's over. It's kind of, uh, it's washed a little bit. You know, it's just, there's so much. It's so saturated. Mets, Yankees, Rangers, New York City. So I don't know if you could include the Islanders because they're in Long Island, uh. But then they also have the New Jersey Devils that are very close nearby as well. But yeah, Mets, Rangers. I mean, yeah, Mets, Rangers, Yankees. The Nets are in Brooklyn, which is New York City, and the Knicks. I mean, it's just a shit ton of sports teams, and the Yankees are always really good. Oh, and the Jets and Giants. I yeah, I mean that's that's my that's my issue. I I get it. There's, there's, too, I, much, there's
1: too many.
0: I get it, but it's the biggest, probably the biggest, most notable. It's like a top five most notable city in the entire world. So yeah, I, you it's, know and they deserve a few teams.
1: I'm serious, They're
0: Yeah, and they, they have yeah, exactly. You know, I think. I think that's the part that I respect is that it's not like the whole city is like, oh, hey, go Mets, go Yankees. It's like, no, no, no. Fucking pick one Mets or Yankees. And if you like the Mets, fuck you. I like the Yankees and then like Jets or Giants. You like the Giants. All right. We can be friends. If you like the Jets, I'd have told you to fuck off. You know, like that's I like that part of it. Whereas I think in some other cities that have a couple or like multiple options, it's not quite as hostile. So that's why I respect the New York the New York market. That's my number two pick.
1: All right. Okay. Well, I didn't want to take no, I, didn't, I didn't want to take uh I didn't see I, I that's why I, I skipped taking an oversaturated uh, yep. market as my as my number one overall pick just because I'm I'm a down to earth guy. Sure. And you and you're like a piece of shit. So you wouldn't right. you wouldn't mind well, doing I'm, that. I'm but. not a piece of um, shit. I'm just uh I'm uh I'm uh,
0: yeah. Like you're down to. I'm gonna and go, and I'm I,
1: I'm gonna fly. I'm 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 gonna go ahead, and I'm going to take Los Angeles. Okay, no, I have to take Los Angeles here. That's fine. In this slot, yeah, they got a lot. They got a shitload of teams. There's a ton of teams. Um, obviously, but you got let's see, Rams, Chargers, Dodgers, Angels, Lakers, Clippers, Kings, Ducks all in one city as well. So it's kind of, kind of the center, but it's like, yeah, really, I'm, I'm taking them, uh, specific specifically because of the Dodgers and the Lakers and their like storied histories. And That's like fine. the other, the other teams like Rams and chargers haven't even been there for like, when did the Rams get there, not even 10 years ago. Dude, like and I don't know if ago. they were that weren't, they were the, were the, were they the L.A. Rams before? Weren't they like the L.A. Rams before and then uh, St. Louis did, then back I, or something?
0: I, I don't know. L.A. Yeah. has had
1: L.A. has had
0: so many football teams. Chargers, Raiders, Rams, then the Chargers again, then the Raiders again. Yeah, I think the Ra- I think the Rams were in L.A., but they're back. And they won a Super Bowl while yeah. being in L.A., so I get it. They're an L.A. team. Even here. though it was rigged. It yeah, was I sure. mean, 100% rigged, but. I mean, hey, at least at least Dwayne the Rock Johnson was on the field to fucking open up the fucking Super Bowl. Anyways, um, that's a good pick. I like LA at two. I like LA at two. Um, with my third pick here, I don't know if this is gonna surprise a lot of people. What is it? And I'm debating between two or three different teams, or two or three different uh cities here. But, I think I'm going to go Chicago at three. I'm going to take Chicago. Uh, You know, you got Cubs, White Sox, Chicago Bulls. You got the Blackhawks. You got the Bears. Blackhawks have had a couple Stanley Cups. The Cubs just won the World Series not too long ago. The White Sox ended a drought in the 2000s. The Bears had absolute domination with, uh, with uh, oh, my God, the, the, the head coach. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who?
1: Wait, was that Mike Dicka yeah,
0: Dicka. Dicka, Dicka. M- uh, mustache Dicka. I like, I like Chicago at three. I think Chicago is a good pick there. But I like it. I like Chicago.
1: Yeah, I like I like I like Chicago's um I like Chicago's teams as well and I think that's another city that's kind of got like very loyal fans. A little grit to Probably, it. Yeah, well, and I th- you I think you're far enough um I think you're like far enough away from some of those other cities where, or like I don't know. I just feel like Chicago like Chicago people obviously like hate like de- de- like Detroit teams and other teams around them. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I think they've have, they have strong loyalty for sure. So I I, I like that pick. But I'm going to go ahead and take uh San Francisco at 3. Ah, it's a good me. pick.
0: That's a really good pick.
1: I I like I just Yeah. That's a really good pick. Just 49ers Giants and the Warriors. And I guess the, the Sharks technically are San Jose. Yeah, it's a good pick. Oakland's right across the bridge, but I, w- I wouldn't consider I would I wouldn't consider Oakland San Fran. But no, like it's a different Forty ers Forty ers Giants, and Warriors. Like that's all that's all you need. Like that's that, there's been some domination in there. It's a good. You pick. Have two you have two di- you have two dynasties coming out of there, in the two thousands, with the Giants with the giants winning how many do, have they won three three yeah, World they Series? won three
0: in five years yeah
1: and and you, and you got four and you got four championships for the warriors i mean it's a fucking it's a good sports city if there wasn't homeless people shitting all over the sidewalks i bet you i would like and and <laughs> california is just ridiculously bad like fiscal policies i think i would yeah i would like i think i'd like santa fran no i think it'd, i would be too. A, i be think even cooler. it's
0: cooler. yeah if they get this the just a little bit more just cleaned up over in california i think I don't think a lot of places would look great for people, um, but I mean I know people who live in San Fran and they still I know two different two different good friends of mine, uh, and they both they both really like it. Um, it's a little bit sketchy in some parts, but it's fine. Um, okay, good pick, good pick. I think we'll go one more each because there's not that many cities left that are actually good, so we'll go one more city each. Is that fair? Yep. <sighs> My last pick. <laughs> this is. It might be a bit of a reach at four, but I like it. I'm gonna go Denver. I'm Gonna go Denver.
1: It pisses that pisses me off so much that you just <laughs> was fucking that your took next, it because was the that only your reason, the only reason, yeah, the only reason I didn't say is because I'm from Colorado. I wanted to wait, you know. I didn't want to. Like, I
0: like Denver though.
1: We've got the Broncos
0: have got a few rings. The Nuggets are pretty good. The Avs have dominated and got a few rings. I think they got to pick it up. If they pick, if the Nuggets find themselves with a, a ring or two in the next decade. And the Rockies, I mean, by some stroke of God, find themselves with a ring at any point in the next 20 years, they might find themselves in that, in that top, that three, first three rounds conversation. But in the meantime, they're a fourth round pick, but they have four, four sports teams. I mean, if you want to throw in the fucking lacrosse, you want to throw in MLS soccer. I mean, they got it all. Uh, and the football team is usually the most, one of the most important to the cities and the Broncos have been, you know, relevant for the last 20 years or so. So I like Denver at four in the fourth round for me.
1: Yeah. It's bullshit that you took my hometown, but whatever. Um, all right. You know what then I got a, I got a good, I like my, I like my number four and I think I'm going to go. It's not about championships. It's just about the teams okay. and kind of like the fan bases there. That's fine. Could throw you off, probably. Okay. But Dallas. Ooh, okay. Oh, I like Dallas. I like Dallas. Dallas, you got four teams. Another like first of all, to even qualify on this list, you gotta have all four major like sports teams. 100 percent You have to. Yeah, you yeah. can't you can't
0: yeah. you can't you just
1: have, have one of like one or two of the teams. Oh, no, you can't. So Dallas dallas i mean you got like you think dallas obviously the cowboys are one of like the biggest franchises in all of professional sports just in general you got dickhead jerry jones as the owner and he built jerry world and it's just ridiculous and then stars stars are pretty good um mavs mavs are competitive Yeah. and yeah playoff team and then uh, the Rangers just invested a bunch of money last year, even though the, their team didn't really work out how they thought it was going to. Yeah, it's still a new ballpark though. It's just part, kind of though. a cool, yeah, kind of a just kind of a cool, cool sports town um, with a shitload of pride. I mean, fucking Cowboys fans yeah. are like, yeah, they're they're like annoying Patriots fans with southern accents. Yeah. No, I like, I like, I <laughs> like, a- pick.
0: I like the pick. That's a good. So I like like Dallas
1: at four, which which is literally number eight on the list now. So I I mean,
0: I think I think if we missed any team, any cities, um there's a. I think after after the ones we took, Jared, there's a lot of really good sports cities, but they don't have all four. They don't have like Pittsburgh, really good one, missing basketball, uh, you know, as a team, but they have hockey, baseball, and football. Like that's a good pick, you know, but um you could go like milwaukee doesn't have yeah. hockey you know but they pretty much have the packers and green bay brewers and bucks like that's a pretty Let's good
1: pick got, yeah, minnesota
0: yeah minneapolis th- do they have all four
1: yeah i think yeah, so they do. yeah they have yeah vikings twins timberwolves in the wild
0: seattle you got a seattle you know that's a good one that's got they got two now all they all got hockey. They have they three have a, now. Oh, they do have a hockey team. They don't. Yeah. They don't have a basketball team. Yep, they don't have basketball. Um, St. Louis is another Detroit, good
1: one. Detroit. Detroit's kind of a. Detroit's kind of a sleeper.
0: Detroit is a sleeper. They have all four, don't they?
1: They have all four, and it's like they have actually have quite a bit of like tradition with those four. And teams. like,
0: yeah, like kind of have some championships. Like, a little bit of sneaky success. I mean, the Lions have it's been just like, so I, bad though for so long. Like so bad. Yeah. For like twenty. years. I just feel
1: like the issue with me picturing detroit i don't, I don't know if i i don't think i've ever been to detroit but i when i think about detroit i just imagine just vacant buildings
0: yeah just like gray is the color i think of when i when i think of detroit it's gray
1: and the and and it's just vacant buildings and graffiti and then like like maybe like some tires burning somewhere <laughs> yeah. yeah uh another good and city then, that just is and and, every, and everyone there works at the car factory yeah. like that's the only jobs there yeah
0: yeah. Eight mile. I mean, eight mile. That's it. Like they all work in a yep. factory and like, yeah, but they got four city, they got four sports teams. So, I mean, whatever, of Um, another, another city, the last one that kind of missed my list that I thought about for a second was St. Louis, but they only have baseball and hockey, which is kind of an odd combo, but uh, you know, no basketball, no football team left kind of tough, a you know? bit of a grind. Uh, but the Cardinals are super, like one of the most traditionally like rooted baseball teams in the league, and the Blues have been pretty competitive. So, yeah, that's a good list. I like the group we went with, and that's why I shut it down at four because I started looking at these other cities, and I was like, I don't know, like Phoenix. Is Phoenix gonna make these lists? You know, like, yeah, uh, it's...
1: Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. You can't. Like, re- I don't. I don't respect. I don't respect Arizona's professional sports. No, I don't either. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm like, is, and I, and, I don't like is the Sun- and I don't like the
0: Suns. I'm like, is Cleveland going to make this list? You know, like Cavs, Indians, Browns, and then like hockey is like Columbus has a hockey team, which is close. Like, is Miami going to make this list? You know,
1: like they have like nobody in Miami. I feel like nobody in Miami even goes to like the like people in Miami aren't even fans of Miami.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like Marlins games. There's nobody ever there. Dolphins are eh, but it's a fucking celebrity fa- It's just I a, feel like it's... a pool party. And then the Heat are like competitive, but then they don't have hockey either. But like the Panthers, the Florida Panthers are like close. I don't know. Yeah, I think we get I think we shut it down at the right time. So
1: Miami uh, does Miami not have a hockey team? Yeah, the pan. I guess the yeah, the Panthers.
0: The Panthers, but, but they're not they're they're not technically like in the city of Miami.
1: They're like a little bit outside. Like, yeah. It's
0: not like uh Well, and I, I think they're the Florida Panthers. They're not the Miami Panthers. You
1: know what I mean? That's the other. Yeah. Thing. So. Yeah, I think also like in Miami, you're just like, yeah, Again, everyone's same worried thing about is, same thing. Yeah, everyone's same thing about is, worried about wear, wearing white pants and fucking going to clubs, and everyone's yeah. just Cuban, and oh, eating yeah. like Cuban. Hundred percent. That's it. I've been to Miami twice, and both times I got
0: there, and I was like, oh my god, they like. I went to a Marlins game. It's more. It was, it was their opening it's more day.
1: stereotypical than you'd expect. It yeah, to
0: be. I went to Marlins opening day last last season and the entire game like there was actually it was close to sold out because it was their opening day and they also ran like a kid's day promotion. They just wanted to fill up the park for opening day and dude, If I had to do percentage breakdown of actual people watching the game as it was going on like Bryce Harper and the Phillies, like it was the Phillies, a good team, probably 70 to 80 percent of the people in the stadium were just simply not watching the game on the field like they were just fucking chatting, drinking, like music's going in the club in left field. Yeah, it's not a it's not a great sports city, but whatever. I mean, it's a party, I guess. Um well, yeah. a- anyways, Jared, that's going to do it. We ran it an hour. We covered a lot of different topics. We drafted our favorite uh you know, top sports cities in the United States. Um and we covered everything. We'll be back uh later this week. World Series Game 3 is officially postponed. So by the time we talk again, Bummer. only two games I'm going to be guessing, uh, have will have been played. Maybe just the one. I don't know. Uh, it does line up. It, it does line up Travesty. pitching. It does line up pitching a little bit better for these teams. I don't know. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, uh, to the podcast, guys. Episode forty. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good number of episodes. Just so you guys know. I mean, forty episodes. Nothing to uh, nothing to bark at. But it's also, come on, forty a good number
1: right i mean that's a, that's a great a number great spooky season number
0: yeah for yeah happy halloween too to everybody listening recording on halloween um your girl make sure you you know turn that uh winnie the pooh costume and somehow <laughs> into a bikini top or you know whatever. yeah cut
1: cut the ass cheeks out yeah
0: <laughs> somehow find a way that nurse costume just yeah, throw on the nurse's hat and then a white bikini somehow. Just make it ridiculously overly sexualized. Uh is, what is uh is Regina George, what does she say in Mean Girls? Like Halloween's the only the only holiday or the only time of year when girls can just just dress up half naked and nobody says anything to them about it. So I know the parties were all last weekend, but hey, if you're going trick-or-treating tonight somewhere warm, fuck it. You know? whatever it's your choice you know <laughs> anyways
1: no, i'm sure uh, there'll sure be plenty of people out of the bars but yeah it falling on a monday's it falling on a monday is pretty lame so yeah the whole oh, weekend
0: well. the past weekend that that was where the action was um anyways thanks for tuning in to episode 40 guys we'll catch you guys later this week Jared. it's been a pleasure um and um you got lucky in fantasy this week that's all i'll say
1: yeah well whatever Thanks for listening to the Phenomenal Fan Podcast. Want more? Follow us on social media and subscribe to Patreon for exclusive content.